Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the World Martial Arts Radio Network. Up next, you will be listening to the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame Show Host of the Year Award winner, the one and only Justin Harvey, producer, director, and on-air star of the Justin Harvey Show. Hi, I'm Stephanie Ma from World Martial Arts Media, and today I'm here to tell you about LegacyBelts.com. Legacy Championship Belts and Awards is the world's premier manufacturer of custom and cast championship title belts who supplies belts to the top professional boxing, MMA, and wrestling organizations on the planet. If you're a promoter or collector looking for a high-quality MMA, martial arts, boxing, wrestling belt, or even a belt for a special event, then you need to visit LegacyBelts.com today. Be sure to like us at www.facebook.com slash LegacyBelts. Hello, this is Bodie Sanders, and you are listening to The Justin Harvey Show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Justin Harvey here of The Justin Harvey Show in conjunction with World Martial Arts Radio Network and Media which today's broadcast is brought to you by Legacy Belts. If you need a belt for wrestling, MMA, or even a film, go to LegacyBelts.com. Today I have with me on the phone one of the best-selling authors, martial artist, Mr. Bodie Sanders. Welcome to the show, sir. Uh, thank you, Justin. Good to be here. I'm glad to have you. It's it's totally an honor. I've been following your Facebook posts, and I've heard a lot of good things about you, sir. Well, that's good to hear. <laughs> it's all, always better than, than you know, hearing that you've heard a lot of bad things about me. <laughs> well, I've always heard any publicity can be good publicity. It it just depends on how you look at it, actually. So. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. I've heard that too, but uh, I don't know if I agree with that one. Yeah, so uh, tell us a little bit of your background to uh, to get started. Like, where you you know where you're from and and that kind of thing. Well, I'm from Colorado, you know, I, and you know I've moved around. I started martial arts in Louisiana like about thirty over thirty one years ago now. Wow, it doesn't seem like that long ago. Um, you know, I grew up street fighting, and you know we didn't have any kind of dojo or you know, martial arts studio anywhere around where I grew up. I grew up in rural Mississippi, and there were no dojos anywhere around. But uh, you know, after I got interested in, in martial arts, I ended up moving to Louisiana for a while and, and met Bob and Nikki Allen, and uh, that's where I started my martial arts, and everything has snowballed from there. Oh, wow. That, that, that's amazing. So um what is your what is your preferred style of uh martial arts? You know, I've studied several different styles. Uh you know, my main martial arts is uh Shotokan karate. Uh, I've been in Shotokan, you know, for 
over 31 years now. But I I studied some other stuff on the side and just kind of integrate what works for me into my martial arts. Um, you know, I don't do straight marsh, uh, straight Shotokan anymore. As mm-hmm. I have, you know, I'm, don't go to the tournaments anymore. I'm not teaching right now, and so I'm just I just take what's useful, you know, from whatever martial arts I may, you know, work in, and kind of combine that for what, uh, you know, whatever works for me. Oh wow, wow! So uh, did you used to compete back in the day? Yeah, I you know I haven't competed in tournaments uh, since 1990. I guess was the last time. And I had uh, you know students I was taking around to the tournaments. My my sons, I taught both of my sons, and and uh, they were starting to get to the point that they weren't really interested in the self defense side. They were more interested in how do I win this tournament? How do I win this trophy? You know, teach me you know this technique or that technique to you know score points. And when it got to that point, I quit taking them to the tournaments and just uh, quit doing the tournament scene altogether. Wow, wow. Um, my next question for you, sir, is um, uh, your books are on Amazon um, and on the best uh, sellers list. Uh, could you tell us why you wrote your first book? Well, my first book uh, didn't even start off as a book. It was started as a a journal for my sons. I, I got a couple of, of these big journals from Barnes and Noble, and uh, you know, over the years, you know, I, I started writing different wisdom down, different you know uh, philosophies uh, that I hold to for my boys as a graduation present uh, for their high school graduation. And you know, I worked on those for six or seven years, and uh, every every time I would go back to it. And uh, you know, kind of read what I had written before. I said, you know, th- this is a, uh, you know, this is good stuff. This this is something I would actually buy in Barnes and Noble. And uh, it kind of, you know, went from there. And one day I decided, well, you know, I think what I'll do is is, is you know, format this stuff and see, you know, send it out to a couple of publishers. I sent it out to four publishing companies, and got two offers back. And you know, everything has snowballed from there. Oh wow! Wow, that that's amazing. Um, can you tell Can you tell us about your um about your recent book? And I know that some of the public have uh, have uh, you know they say that it's uh, uh, politically incorrect. Can you comment on that as well? Uh, my recent book is not a martial arts book. It's a book for men, and uh, you know I've been seeing you know a lot of issues directed towards men in the media, in Hollywood, you know, across the board, especially in our country. And, uh, you know, I thought, you know, this is not right. You know, we're seeing men portrayed as weak, as, uh, you know, as, as unintelligent, you know, and you, and their wife is portrayed as the person that's in charge and, and the one, you know, the guy's a big kid and she has another kid for her to take care of. And so I decided to write uh, my new book, which is called Men of the Code. And mm-hmm. it's a book for uh, you know, for, for men to get back to where they used to be, men of honor and character and uh, integrity. And, you know, and it kind of walks people through you know, the different traits of a, of a man of the code. Uh, it talks about you know, what the problems are, the difference between you know, the average guy and a guy that really takes – 
integrity and honor seriously. And uh, you know, I guess a lot of that stuff is politically incorrect in today's world, but uh, I, I've never been accused of being politically correct to start with, so that doesn't bother me. I'm just, uh, I, I, you know, with all my books, I just write what I believe and what I try to live. And, uh, you know, the people who like it, uh, like it, and those who don't, you know, can read something else. But uh, the new book has gotten a very uh, warm reception so far. It is, yeah. uh, it's, it's ranked five stars on Amazon. And uh, within the first uh, less than 48 hours after it came out, it was, it was ranked uh, number one you know, bestseller on the uh, philosophy uh, category on, on Amazon. That, that's amazing. Now, are some of your books, sir, on audiobook format? Because I know that that's the best format that I like to use. I was just wondering if they're in audio. Well, I, right right yeah. now, I don't have any books on audio. You know, I've had several people ask me for it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm just, right now, I'm too busy to take the time to do that. I've got a lot of other projects going on. And yeah. I just haven't uh, slowed down enough to actually, uh, you know, do the recording and and put those out on audio books. Uh, okay, I was I was just curious. I was just you know one of my personal questions because that's just one of my personal preferences. But then there's some people that say that they you know they love the feel of a book and even the smell of a book. So um, yeah, that's that's me. I, I I can't listen to audio books. That's probably another reason that uh, you know I've never taken the time to do it. I ask when I read something, you know, I if it's a good book, you know, it's going to be highlighted all the way through, you know, different you know stuff here and there, and that way you know, you can go back and and you know just flip through, skim through, and and you know hit the parts that really were meaningful for you, and yeah. uh, that's the way I read anything I read. So you know, audio books and and even reading on on you know electronic books or e-books is just something I I've never gotten into. Oh wow! Well, and um, I I would also like to know, sir. Um, I understand that you had a um, street fighting background. What attracted you uh, from that to traditional martial arts, sir? Well, you know, you know, I grew up street fighting, and uh, you know, that's kind of you know, in rural Mississippi, you know, there's not not a lot to do, and there was a lot of fights, you know, you know, and most guys. Well, I don't know about most, but a lot of the guys who I grew up with, you know, grew up that way. Um, and like I said, there was no organized martial arts anywhere around where I lived. And I'd always been interested in that, um, but you know, I never, you know, I didn't know anything about it whatsoever. And I, after I moved to Louisiana, I decided one day to, uh, you know, I, I went by and there was a Shotokan sign on the main street stopped in and, uh, you know, kind of had a connection with the the, you know, the guy and his wife there and ended up, you know, I had a paint company down there in Monroe, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. I ended up trading, you know, a paint job on their house for unlimited Shotokan lessons. And that's the way my martial arts career started. Wow. That, that's amazing, sir. Um, so um, how do you uh, how do you feel personally that it's really benefited you how has you know doing traditional martial arts benefited you the most do you think well you know it has it's basically changed my life um you know when i got into martial arts i also i didn't just get into the fighting side because i had been a fighter for a long time 
But uh, I, it also got me interested in the uh, philosophical side and the spiritual side of the arts, which has evolved into you know what I write about in my books now. And uh, you know, so I wouldn't even I wouldn't have any books out if I had never gotten you know into martial arts to start with. It has completely changed you know my interest in life and and you know how I live and what I do. Oh wow, that that's amazing, sir. And I understand that um, I understand that you're a father, sir. And um, what do you feel are the most important reasons for women and children to learn martial arts? Uh, you know, for anybody in martial arts, as far as I'm concerned, you know, the number one reason should be self-defense. You know, I know a lot of people take martial arts for uh, exercise or for fun or for the sport side of it. But, you know, to me, you know, if a martial art is not based on self-defense first, then it, it's no different than going out and playing soccer or, or you know, tennis or any other sport because you're just doing it for enjoyment or, you know, the competition. But uh, for me, the most important thing that everyone needs to know is how to defend themselves, especially in today's world. And, um, you know, everyone has their own reasons, you know, for learning martial arts. Um, you know, for me, self-defense is the bottom line. That's all I train for anymore is, is self-defense. And, um, you know, I think when it comes down to it, you know, mm-hmm. if, if you don't get the self-defense part out of it, then... You're, you know, you're you're not uh, you're not getting what martial arts was meant to be. Yes, and that that that's why I kind of have trouble with MMA. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I respect MMA, but I'm more of a traditionalist when it comes to when it comes to martial arts. So. Yeah, yeah. me too. I'm not yeah. a big MMA fan at all. Actually, I'm I'm not an MMA fan at all. I uh, don't watch it. Uh, you know, most of the people that I've run across that are into MMA are, you know, all they care about is fighting. They don't care about, uh, you know, their character, the integrity and the honor part. They don't care about yeah. philosophy, their spiritual part. And, uh, you know, to be blunt, most of the people I've ever met in MMA have been thugs. And uh, just not, that's not my thing. Yeah, yeah, I've... I've I've had I've had a few people you know that's in the MMA circuit you know personally attack me and just be so unprofessional so I I can you know I can really relate to that but then there's you know there are certain two that have been really really nice but then it's well like yeah the you're other, gonna have good yeah. people and and bad people in 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 any area in life whether it's yeah. martial arts or MMA or teaching school or, or lawyers, whatever, you're going to have good people and bad people. That's the way the world works. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, I, I, I found that, you know, it seems like to me the majority of uh, the people that are into MMA are not, uh, you know, I wouldn't classify them as, as people of, of uh, good character. I'll just leave it at that. So, sounds good, sir. And, uh, what is your personal philosophy um, for the martial arts? What is your personal philosophy? My for personal you? philosophy is uh, use what works. You know, I'm not, uh, as I said, I'm not, I'm no longer hung up on doing things like everyone else, or, or just using specific techniques from uh, from my style, 
or making sure I only use the techniques as they're shown, you know, that that's not what real fighting, real self-defense is about anyway. You know, if you go out in the street and and you get jumped by a couple of uh, gangbangers, you know, mm-hmm. just just trying to do the perfect techniques and stuff is going to get you hurt. You know, it's, you know, that's that's unrealistic. Realistic martial arts uses whatever you need to use to come out of any kind of confrontation like that victoriously without getting injured, without getting hurt. And, uh, you know, to me, you know, I'm just as likely to use a baseball bat or a brick bat as I am a front kick or reverse punch in a fight. And that's just, you know, that's what I think about it. Uh, You know, martial arts has has kind of lost its way uh, to a point in today's society as far as I'm concerned. The tournaments are more like gymnastics competitions and, and just big stage shows. Um, you know, it's you know, if you go out and and see somebody you know using a, a bow staff, it's more like a baton twirler than than you know what was taught in traditional martial arts. Uh, that that's just not for me. I'm not into that. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with it. I mean, one sport is mm-hmm. as valid as another sport. But to yeah. me, martial arts were never meant to be a sport. You know, they're they're about self defense. Uh, you know that that's what it boils down to. And, uh, you know, just like so many other things in today's world, martial arts has kind of gotten bigger, bigger, and crazier, and they've lost the, um, they've lost, you know, what the, the basis where it started, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, and wow. it's kind of gotten watered down and mixed up. And now, you know, there you see 10-year-old boys out there with light belts on. You know, yeah. that was never meant to be. And uh, so you know, my philosophy is you use what works for you. And the same thing is not going to work for every person. You know, you know some people you know, are, are good at, at jump kicks or flying kicks. You know, other people, you know, don't kick above the waist. Uh, you, know, as, you know, as far as you know, I'm concerned, you use whatever works for your body type. You know, there are diff- different body types, different types of, of muscle fibers. You know, not everybody is going to be able to, you know, throw a side snap kick to somebody's face. Um, but everybody can kick somebody in the knee. So. Wow, wow. And uh, I understand, sir, you have a uh, highly, popul- uh, highly popular Facebook group on Facebook. Can you, t- can you tell the fans of the show and your fans uh, the name of the group and how you got that started and what it's about? Yeah, I actually have several um, Facebook pages. My two most popular is, uh, you know, one is called Warrior Wisdom and the Warrior mm-hmm. Lifestyle. Uh, I've got around, uh, I don't know, 71,000 people on that, I guess. Um, I also have another popular page called The Gentleman Warrior, and uh, it, it just went over 30,000 readers. And wow. Uh, both, both those pages, you know, I talk about the warrior lifestyle. Uh, I talk about character, integrity, honor. Uh, we we also get into to martial arts and uh, you know, different things about self defense. So we cover a lot of different topics on those. And uh, you know my pages and my posts have have gotten extremely popular on Facebook. And uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people find me on Facebook and then end up you know going from there to you know finding out about my books. And uh, they end up loving the books. Um, and it's just, uh, you know, Facebook is a is a good way to connect and meet a lot of good people. There are a lot of 
you know, you know, drawbacks to Facebook too. You've got a lot of crazy guys on there, but uh, you know, you have to take the good with the bad. Uh, yes, sir. That that's exactly right. You hit it on the head right there. Um, and I understand that uh, many many instructors use use your books in their classes to teach. Uh, which book? do you think would be the best for an instructor to use and why? Well, you know, you know all of my books are, are good for, for martial arts. And, you know, it's because, you know, a true martial arts is not just about fighting. It's about, you know, having, you know, about living life and about, it's a it's a lifestyle. And so it covers much more than fighting. It covers, you know, your integrity, your honor, uh, your character. It, it covers, you know, Self-defense against more than just a physical attack, but uh, you know, self-defense against like online stalking, uh, that type of stuff, or, or self-defense, say, mm-hmm. with your office workers who might be trying to, you know, somehow, you know, cost you your job. Um, and it also you know, encompasses the spiritual side. As far as as which in my books to use, uh, you know. A lot of people use the Warrior Wisdom series, which is a series of three books, uh, mm-hmm. Warrior Wisdom, Warrior, and The Warrior Lifestyle. And uh, all of those books have hit the top ten on Amazon at one wow. time or another. And uh, you know, my book, Modern Bushido, is my most popular book so far. It ha- It's hit number one on Amazon and stayed in the top ten for 104 weeks. And uh, those are all great books to use in class because you know I, I write them in a very uh, short, straight to the point way, mm-hmm. so they're easy to use for say if you you want to you know take a break in class and sit everybody down and talk about philosophy for five or ten minutes, then those books are perfect for that because you can get you know a short lesson in, straight you know straight to the point, and um, I think you know a lot of people are are enjoying using those. Uh, my books have also been used in, in juvenile detention centers to help troubled teens. And uh, they're also used by many parents to help their teens that may be, you know, on the edge or, you know, kind of going towards uh, the wrong crowd. And uh, some public schools have even contacted me about using uh, you know, my books for talking points or, or to teach character training in the school. Yeah, you know, I, you know, and. I think you know one reason they're so popular is I purposely wrote my books in a short and easy to understand way with you know short lessons and examples that most anyone can relate to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and that's one thing I get a lot of comments, a lot of feedback from people that they say, well, you know, I thought this was a martial arts book, but this book is great for anyone, not just martial artists. And that's true, you know, because the lessons, when, you know, most of my books are on philosophy and character, but it integrates self-defense and martial arts and the whole nine yards all into one. And so all of that stuff is not just for martial artists. That's, that's for anyone who wants to live you know, life to the fullest and live with honor and character and integrity. It's, uh, it's for anyone who wants to watch their back and stay safe, you know, not just mm-hmm. on the street, but like I was saying before, in, in everyday life. You know, there's people... Today, you're much more likely to be attacked by somebody who is spreading rumors or, or slandering you or libeling you across the Internet than you are about you know, somebody jumping out of an alley to attack you. And uh, you've got to know how to defend yourself against all of those. My book, um, Defensive Living, 
is all about that. You know, it's defensive living the other side of self-defense. And it's, it's because, you know, there's so much more to self-defense than just knowing how to defend yourself physically. You know, there, there's a lot of different ways that people can attack you and try to hurt you in today's uh, world, especially with our technology that we have today. And so you, you need to know how to defend yourself across the board, just like Absolutely. you need to know how to make your, your home safe and maybe, you know, you know, know about the uh, security system, know what to look for, know what the criminals look for. Um, you know, know kind of what uh, you know what to expect from different people, and and that's what um, defensive living is all about. And that book is probably my favorite of, of all of mine. Um, but you know, my books are are basically a guide for people who want to live their life at a higher level. They mm-hmm. want to live what I call the warrior lifestyle, which encompasses everything we've been talking about. It's a, a lifestyle based on honor, character, and integrity, self-reliance, and uh, it's it's kind of a balanced lifestyle that balances the spiritual, the mental, and the phys- physical sides of life and wraps them all up into one complete package, which is what you know successful people do all the time. And, wow. Uh, you know, so I'm just trying to walk people through that because it's so many people today, so many kids are not being taught any of this stuff. I mean, they have no clue. You know, I was a school teacher for 15 years, and uh, you know the kids—they they don't even understand courtesy, courtesy and manners anymore. Uh, they don't understand the stuff that I teach in these books, and I get so many emails thanking me for these books because it, it's teaching something that it seems like our society has forget, forgotten for the most part, and uh, even those who haven't forgotten it are not passing it on to their children, and so. These kids are not getting it anywhere else. Well, and and since you since you brought up that you you know that you were a teacher and stuff, um, here's an interesting question: How do you feel about you know technology being more in school? Like, for example, they're starting to use iPads more. They're starting to use Skype in the classroom, and you know, and it seems well, like they're trying to be te- in the technology era these days. Yeah, there, there's good sides and bad sides to it. Um, you know, I, I spent, uh, what, six years teaching for an online school. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we we totally used technology across the board. And the students, you know, went into uh, an Illuminate room for classes. And, you know, the teacher taught them online. They could ask questions or whatever. And uh, all their lessons and everything was online. Uh but you know, if you get into the uh, traditional school setting, and you get too much technology, it takes away from the actual education because there, there, you know, there's so many ways kids can goof around with the technology instead of paying attention. And when you get uh, you know a class of 30 kids, you know each one of them on their own computer, there's no way to make sure they're they're staying on on task. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's a mixed bag. You know, there's some things you, you can learn anything you want today, right from the internet, and uh, but on the flip side of that, there's just as much garbage on the internet and bad stuff as there is good stuff. And so yeah. you have to discipline yourself to um, you know only only do you know what's going to be helpful for you. And a lot of kids don't have that discipline, and uh, you know, it's, exactly. it's a mixed bag. Exactly, and uh, a perfect example, sir, is uh, 
I was told that I would never do a radio show, and I applied myself and started my own radio show online, and you know, and it's it's done quite well. So I can understand what you're saying. You just got right. to discipline yourself to apply yourself when you're using the internet. Right, right. So, so I can completely relate to that. Um, if you could go back in time and start your um, journey over in the martial arts, what would you do differently? Uh, you know, if I was able to go back and start uh, again, I would have tried to start earlier. I don't know, you know, exactly how I would have done that since you know there was no uh, martial arts dojo anywhere around where I grew up. But, uh, you know, one thing I would have definitely done differently was, you know, be more serious right from the start. Um, you know, when I started martial arts, you know, I, I was probably, what, 20 years old. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, still partying a lot and, uh, you know, doing other stuff. And and so I wasn't, you know, really dedicated to the martial arts because I really didn't know what it was. It took me, you know, it took me, you know, a couple of years at least to really understand what the martial arts were all about. And, uh, you know, if I was was able to do it over again, I would have been serious right from the start. I would have trained daily, you know, because, you know, back then I went to class, you know, like Monday and Thursday night or something. And the rest of the week, you know, I partied or did, you know, whatever else. But uh, I would have stayed with my original instructors um, at, at least until I earned my first black belt, you know, through the same instructors i uh, would have uh, tried to go to japan and do mm-hmm. some training there i would have applied myself much more at an earlier age and uh, i think that's important the er- earlier you start something if you stick with it and you're serious with it then you know, the better you're going to be it, it just gets ingrained into your muscles into your mind um but you know hindsight's always 2020 and and that's why that's another reason that you know I've written the martial arts books that I've, re- I've written is because you know people need to know this if if people have this information you know earlier they can say they can not make the same mistakes that I made that other people made they can learn from our mistakes instead of just having to make all the same mistakes you know for themselves you know in, in the United States especially you know, we teach our kids to focus more on fun and, uh, you know, just, just basically more fun than anything else. And as so, our kids are not as focused as they should be, and, and they're not really focused on preparing for life. They're not looking, uh, they're not looking into the future. It's everything is right now, living mm-hmm. today. And, you know, when you have that attitude, then something like the martial arts where you have to really work hard, you know, for it, and you have to consistently work hard. It looks like to a lot of kids, well, you know, it's not worth it. You know, it's too much work. You know, I'd rather be out partying. I'd rather be doing this. And uh, you know, so I, I'm kind of hoping that my books, you know, help people to see this and to realize this and not make the same mistakes I did. That that's a very excellent point, sir. And uh, I'm I'm glad to have you on today. Uh, could you? Could you tell our listeners how they can reach you and uh, possibly subscribe to your newsletter so that they can learn even more information about you, sir? Yeah, they can reach me on my website, thewisdomwarrior.com, or on any of my Facebook pages. Um, you know, My email is warriorwisdom at comcast.net. 
Um, my website also has some great deals on book packages. Uh, I have a free newsletter that comes out once or twice a year, mm-hmm. uh, and there's there's hundreds of free articles on my website. Uh, lot lots of good stuff on there. My books are also available on Amazon, and uh, you can also have your local bookstore order them in for you as well. And uh, you know, so there's there's a lot of different ways to get in touch with me. And uh, you know, my in my Facebook pages. You know, I'm on there almost daily, and mm-hmm. uh, it's it's pretty easy to get in touch with me on there. And there's a ton of great uh, writing and articles and all kind of information on my Facebook pages as well. Well, thank you, sir. And, um, you know, on behalf of the Justin Harvey Show and on behalf of World Martial Arts Radio Network, I want to thank you for being on the show. And if, if you'd like... Um, can you please share some final thoughts with us today? Well, you know, my final thoughts as far as, um, you know, for your martial arts listeners would be to stay the course. You know, it's, you know, nothing worthwhile comes easy or, or too fast. You have to work for it. You have to, you have to spend the time, put in the time, put in the work. And I would say, you know, if you're, if you're really serious about martial arts, Mm-hmm. You need to practice it daily, not just when you go to class, but every day. You're you're either working on, you know, the philosophy side, the spiritual side, the the physical side. You need to be stretching every day. You need to be, you know, going through your your katas, your techniques, and uh, you know, don't get so focused on the techniques of your style that it starts to hinder you. You know, I you know when I first started sparring. You know, I came into martial arts as a good fighter. And then when I started Shotokan, we would start, you know, we would have sparring in, in the class. And um, I got where, you know, even though you know, there were guys in there, you know, that I had you know, actually been in a fight with in the street that, uh, you know, we came from different places and ended up in, in the same class. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd, I'd actually, you know, beat the crap out of them in the street before, and they would beat me sparring. And the whole reason for that is, you know, I was trying to do their technique and, and fight their way instead of just relaxing, going into motion and and just letting myself be natural and fight naturally. And, uh, you know, so that's something you've got to do, especially when you're thinking about um, choosing a martial arts, martial art. You need to think about the style and how it, it compares to your body type your abilities and and you know if if you have experience fighting you got to think about how it relates to uh you know what you can already do I absolutely sir and uh, it's it's been an honor to have you on the show it really has so I want to My thank pleasure. you so much thank you All right thank you Justin Hi Stephanie Ma here again with a special report from World Martial Arts Media about legacyfightgear.com Legacy Fight Gear is the official supplier to the world's oldest and most respected martial arts organizations. They have been manufacturing high-quality, affordable products for over 30 years. Visit their new online catalog at LegacyFightGear.com today. School owners who want to raise money for their teams can register to get a wholesale account and become a distributor for LegacyFightGear.com. Don't forget to like our official page, at www.facebook.com slash legacyfightgear.
been listening to The Justin Harvey Show here on the World Martial Arts Radio Network. Be sure to tune in again next week for his latest show. Thank you for listening. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.